What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Homie and the Dude. You are here for another episode of the Sky Realm. And I am Bodhi, your unexceptional Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by our exceptional cast of players today. Oh boy, golly, I'm stoked. And you know what? We haven't done this for a while, so I'm going to quickly do this. So we have Sam Comerford playing the legendary, the amazing... Oh, no, Grey Wolf. Can you please plug your, your, your stuff, Sam? Plug, plug some socials and where people can find you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, socials at our role-playing. I post shitty ideas. Uh, you can find them in this here book, if you'd like. Um, <laughs> did you have that ready? That was just, or did you, just always, you always have it ready. <laughs> Hardcover one's right there. Um, you can find that on Drive-Thru RPG, shitty, not compendium. Uh, additionally... Um, I run Spontaneum on Twitch, and that's a, that's a little bit of a wild ride, so check those out. Amazing. We have Blake Francis playing the amazingly charismatic and just heart and soul of this team, uh, Toad. Blake, let people know where they can find you. Let them know what you're working on. Plug your, your stuff, homie. Uh, so you can find me sometimes on Twitter at Blake C. Francis, I believe. Um, otherwise, you can find me on my local library because, you know, <laughs> what you want. So if you're in the local library area, you know, stop, stop by and say what's up. Let me know what you're reading and uh, what you recommend. Amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> and Blake is a, a frequent member on Spontaneum, brings an amazing array of characters to, to that show as well, which, uh, which has been amazing to see. Uh, we have the one, the only Amber Logston uh, playing the absolutely amazing, monastic, and full of punchies, Evis Originalzi. Um, So, plug yourself. Let us know where people can find you. Hi, everybody. I'm Amber, also known as The Space Jamber. Anywhere there's internet, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, all of the above. Uh, I'm a TTRPG <laughs> writer, editor, podcaster, streamer. Um, uh that you know i just i'm just out i'm just out here just out here um but by the time this airs um i don't know what like particular streams i'm gonna be a part of but what i will point you towards um are the zine with girls run these worlds um focus on legacies zine 2 um i'm writing an npc uh compatible with pathfinder second edition uh, that is all about the experience of living as somebody with an invisible disability um and then i am a member of the creative team for monstrous beasts a guide to friend them uh, which is a a pathfinder 2e um Beast mode uh, compendium, and I'm writing the Gator Folk Ancestry so that you too can harness the power of Florida Man and all the magics within um, and, and play a gator in Pathfinder. And who doesn't want to be that? So, really oh excited God. for those projects. That, that's, that's awesome. That's super awesome. And finally, but in no way uh, least, um, we have our two in the other corner. We have Tom and Tracy. We have Tom playing the naive, the whimsical, but also the determined Sir Geo Shelby. And yeah. Tom, do you wanna do you wanna like drop our stuff quickly? Sure. So I am half of the homie and the dude team, the older and a little bit more senile half, uh, but I'm <laughs> doing my best. And um, we have a few things going on. We are at homieandthedude.com. Uh, on our website, but at homie and the dude everywhere else on all socials. What do we have going on that's 
er, that's sort of timely right now. Uh, our Discord is popping off. We're about 700 people in our Discord. Yahoo. Our newsletter has got over 1,400 people in it. Come and sign up to our newsletter if you want fun, new stuff. We also just started a, another stream called uh, Avatar, Avatar Legends The Last Rep, which has been good fun as well. So, yeah, come check us out. That, is, that, was, that was a good one. And, T, we have Tracy <laughs> the mom. We have Tracy, the mum of Homie and the Dude. Go oh, shout your, shout your show, social <laughs> <first>. <laughs> yeah. Playing the incredibly passionate, the full of complex emotions, and covered in fur, Blanco Montaigne. <laughs> um, yeah, I can be reached at Facebook. <laughs> 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 um, I'm not really I'm not really into the socials <laughs> amazing so thank you everyone for introducing yourselves a couple of quick shout outs from us at Homie and the Dude shout out to Reven uh, our lead moderator and one of our community leaders on our discord server you're an absolute legend dude we can't do this without you thank you for being the person that you are um, as well as that shout out to Becky our editor and live producer shout out to Ben our editor shout out to the art team Josh, Victor and Alex um, shout out to Tony co-writer and of course uh, shout out to our official sponsor of the stream, Underground Oracle Publishing. Um, if you enjoy any of the content that Blake is playing, the character, uh, the lineage that Blake is playing, the spells that Blake is using, that is all created by Underground Oracle Publishing. And at the moment, they don't just have an amazing library that is vast of D&D 5e stuff. They're also now working in the new Cypher system, which is really, really awesome. And they're bringing amazing content for that as well. So if any of that interests you, definitely go check that out otherwise if everyone is sitting comfortably then let's begin So a little recap, our party um, orchestrated a daring, a valiant, and a wild heist <laughs> and prison break combination all at the same time. That's right, both of them at the same time. Has it ever been done before? I don't know, but it has been done by these guys. So. We had our team break off into two parties. Half of the team uh, broken through the roof of the Uptown Imperial Water Reservoir. They went in and they heisted a absolute metric butt ton. I believe that's the correct <laughs> measurement of how much water they got from this reservoir. Water being a hot commodity here in the world of the Skyrim, especially crystal clear water as well. Um, then the basement team came up through the sewers into the basement prison area of the reservoir and broke out a young half-elf gentleman um, who was being framed, who was being falsely accused of crimes uh, simply to enact um, a curfew upon a city. They broke him out and were able to escape with him as well. He's called Barnaby. The team then began making their way to their 
um, rendezvous point. But little did they know and found out from a close uh, ally of theirs that the rendezvous point, the mafia bathhouse that they were going to, um, had been raided by the Imperial Guards. The Don had been captured, his right hand had been killed, and Constantine, his left hand, had managed to escape. He informed the players um, that the Don had a message for them. He said that a person named Porthos had come to them recently saying that he had the second 40 stone and that it hadn't been destroyed and that he'd hidden it. They didn't believe him at the time. However, with the inciting incidents happening, the Don believed this information was important to be passed. Um, the last thing that they saw of this gentleman was that he was being captured and taken by the Nadian Thieves Guild to the fence in the red light district. Upon hearing this information, the team changed the rendezvous location to sheer horniness, the uh, horns, nails, and hoofs salon in downtown, um, where Toad and Arnar have their detective agency out of the back of. As the party gathered here, they all kind of arrived at the same time and were kind of about to get into conversation. We kind of ended last session. So, we're going to pick up our story three days after the heist. Much has changed across the city. Debris lies thrown across the place. Torched buildings lie in rubble. And the amount of guards across the city has almost tripled. The people are being dealt with very harshly. And as our camera pans down into the streets, we can see the guards shoving someone over. Come on, keep moving you. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying. And he picks up a bag of grain as he continues moving through the streets. A new atmosphere across the city. One of quiet fear and tension as the streets are being cleaned by guards, as well as policed strictly, our team are elsewhere. We cut back to the night of the heist. And we find our team gathered in sheer horniness, out of breath that they've all arrived, with a very different atmosphere of panic and chaos going on in the city as rebellion rips across the city. Arnor, Blanco, we're all here. We're all here. How did you do? Barnaby, that's Barnaby. Is that Barnaby? He's fine. He's uh, he's currently still asleep from the sleep spell, like laid up in one of the uh, laid in one of the chairs um, that the uh, that uh, is used for uh, for for the salon. He, he's he's fine. He 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 looks. He's alive. He, he was he's a little indisposed at the moment, but really yeah. we have Blanco to thank for our quick exit. Blanco. Yeah. We had, I mean, everyone, it was Evis, Toe, 
it was chaos up top. I don't know how it was down there, but it was absolute chaos. I felt like we were going to drown for a second. <sighs> it's thanks to Aranar's clever planning. And just like that, he uh, created uh, a decoy. Like I, I was in one of the horses, like going in for Troy and uh, created a wooden structure around me that hid me. He was, it was quite brilliant. It was uh, very creative. Ulfur steps forward. Ah, I've heard the great tale of Troy down on the land room below. What a great tale that was of, of the wooden horse filled with goblins that took over that city. Just, just an, one, of, one of my favorites, I must admit. That, my, out of game, my favorite DM mechanic is always when someone makes an outside reference and you have to scramble to make it an interpretation for why that's an idiom. <laughs> And Ulfur's like, okay, well, I can clearly see that we got Barnaby, but uh, did, did, did we manage to, to, to get the water as well? We did. We, we, got a, we, got, we got a lot of water. We got both bags, both sacks are full of water. And I start reaching back into, into my, uh, behind my shell, and I pull out one of the, the sacks of water holding, and I, I just hold it out, and I put it down on the ground. But it, it is... Uh, it is, as, as much as you can tell, it is absolutely stretched. At this moment, Imani kind of looks at the group and she goes, the, shit, the city is a shit show. It, 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 like, this, what we started has spiked, I guess, what we can call the Third Rebellion at this point. People are rushing the uptown reservoir as water is leaking out of the front door and people are on the ground drinking. It's, it's crazy. I, I, you won't believe what I've seen. I, I, I'm not sure, but t tomorrow this is going to be bad. Like, like and Imani. Yes, we did. We did it. We, we. It was against the odds. I don't know how anyone else was feeling, but it was against the odds that we all made it out of there, and we did it. We're all standing here right now. We, we completed a, an incredible adventure. We did that. Well, we did. With what's happened since then, Geo, like the water was for the dawn, so that it could be dispersed to the people. I'm. I have I have a couple of contacts that I could possibly get the water to, in, in the coming days, especially because it's likely to be, as it was the first two times, the Imperials will impose curfews and, 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 and stricter rules and let's just hope they don't they don't starve us like like the first time um, but if, if we at least have this extra water then maybe it can be given to the people in secret or something like that yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I also I just want to I, I don't know if this is a time but Toad and Evis I this might not be the time. I just want to tell you, I'm sorry about what happened on the roof. And I, we're here. We're back what here do now. You, what do you have to be sorry for? You I, saved us. Yeah, but I almost didn't. I almost went the wrong direction. And I almost... I was almost the one that didn't make it, I think. You, I just want to thank you. I, I know. I just want to thank you. There's... I appreciate the thing. I Me, mean, I appreciate the thanks, and I appreciate the apology because I know it takes a lot, and it takes a lot of character to be able to do that. But 
instead of dwelling on the could have, would have, should have from the past, we should be grateful and jubilant that we're here alive and meeting right now. Evis, we did it. As you say this, something in the back of your head suddenly starts making a bit of noise, and you hear. <sighs> God, that turtle just won't die. As the voice disappears again from your head, you recognize it as the voice of the person that you met when the battle on the uh, on the Sky Zephyrs went down with the uh, with the freebooter pirates. Migraine settling in. Oh. I think a lot of stress from all of that is. Uh... Wow, I that's that makes total sense. I, I, I maybe we should all. I'm not sure what. What should we do? What, what's, what, what's the plan? If, if the dawn has been taken and the bathhouse is gone, if the gods are gonna run the streets, they're gonna be looking for people, people to blame, people to take in. Anyone got well, any ideas? For, for me, our concern, we also have Barnaby. We must um, <laughs> dis disguise or we need to get him out of here as well. We also, we did get some information. I don't know how urgent it is, but we, we might have some additional knowledge about, who was it? Toad, you, it seemed like you knew him. It was, uh, it was, what, what was his name? Constantine. Yeah, and he said something about, uh, but the dawn, I think we screwed up. I think we, we didn't tell the dawn and they got the dawn. I, well, I don't know if we should have told them or not. I don't know if it would have mattered, but, and I'm sorry, Evis, for continuing to go back and forth, but uh, they have the dawn as well. So, apologies, yeah. Arnor, sorry. You go, you, you, you speak, go for it. What I need you to do right now is breathe in very deeply and then exhale. And then I need you to pay attention. Was that just for me? Anyone who wants to. Okay. Oh, for a sec. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> what we have accomplished was against all odds. You are correct. And it is something we should be proud of. However, the life of a revolutionary very rarely gets to revel in success. We cannot let our pride in this moment cloud our judgment. We must be very careful on what we do next. This does not mean we give in to fear. We simply need to take a step back and analyze things from the most logical standpoint. I understand that you may be apologetic for something that happened during the heist, or if you are regretful of something, but there are some things that we do not know at the time and we cannot change the past. We simply must play the cards we are dealt. 
very well. I was I was yeah. actually going to say the same thing. I, I was definitely going to say the same thing. That's uh, that's exactly right. At that moment, you hear like the shaking of like a metal tray with teacups, uh, kind of like behind you guys, off in the distance. And uh, this is Karana, the the owner of Sheer Horniness, the the blind woman that uh, lives with Arnar and uh, and Toda. She's shaking and she's like, hey everyone, I brought tea out. I thought it could help with the moment and uh, like shakily kind of lifts the tray of tea that is like clearly spilling uh, like all over the place. Arunar's gonna take the tray uh, very gently. <laughs> um, be like, thank you. I, I can distribute the tea. I appreciate your hospitality. Thank you. Gracias. Karana kind of shuffles in and like grabs like Arunar's like, like upper thigh and kind of just like hugs in and is like, so uh, what, what, what are we all talking about? Um, I, Karana, we're just talking about the weather. That's all. Just nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing of importance. Just, oh, it's been brisk uh, recently. My joints have been aching. I can always tell it's windy outside because my joints start to hurt. It's like, I know that there's a 30% chance that it's windy the moment my joints start hurting. Building my scales too, I know they get a little bit harder in this uh, cooler weather, so. Yes. Do, you, do you have any relatives outside the city, Karana? Uh, well, there's my grandson. He's nice. I mean, he's a little bit of an getting, asshole. The weather's getting pretty bad, so maybe you should, um,. He might be an asshole, but maybe spend some time with them. Just because the weather seems like it might take a turn. Oh, me? You, you think I should go? I think just because of weather, just because, especially with your bones, stuff like that, I feel my skills too, and it's not. Uh, uh, tonight? Are you saying I need to go tonight? If you can, you know, might as well, because it's turning quick, and I think you can feel it in the air too. It's just, um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. If, if there's a place you can get where it's neutral atmospherically, uh, yeah, I, I, to reduce the amount of pain you'll be feeling, of course. Can, uh, can right? I, can I also just say, yeah, there, there's the, the streets might be. I, I don't. What? What? Uh, my name's Geo. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, she like reaches an arm out for, and she's like. Hello, Gio. Hi, and I, I just wanted to say, it, it's dangerous out there, and if you have anyone that can take you or guide you or, or lead you to your, your grandson, then that, that would be the best thing to do, and maybe do that, I, I guess, sooner than later, would be, would be, it, it, things, things are going on out there. She's like, oh, if I need to get out of the city, I've got my trusty map. And she pulls out one of the city maps that you guys recognizes it and opens it. Um, however, instead of a voice being projected out, you just see like braille bumps appear on the map as she begins like feeling the map and being like, oh, my map here is telling me that there is some uh, traffic on the streets, that they're very uh, busy tonight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's right. I think is there is there 
a, a way that you can go that can maybe avoid all of that that would be that would be that would be great if you could uh, let, let me just let me just flick off uh, highways and main roads here on my map and see if I can get a different route. Uh, are, are you saying I should uh, so take a take a ship and how long do, do you reckon I should be away? Maybe Oliver, do you or, or, or Imani? Uh, uh, Imani looks back to Olfer looks to the group, kind of shrugs, and then is like, um, how, how about this? Um, you go stay with your grandson, and we will, um, you know, we, we'll, we'll, send, we'll send word to you when, it's, when you're able to come back to, to your shop and, and, and continue practice. We'll send word to you. Um, do you have an address as to where your grandson is? Uh, she's like, oh. Yes, he's, he's, he's a young uh, tiefling gentleman who lives on a lacrima. He, he, he lives uh, just a couple of islands away. And we know him. A, we, 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 we've all been to lacrima. You, you know my grandson? Uh, I, I mean, we saw, we did see a tiefling, a young tiefling boy. I, I don't know if it's your grandson, but I think we know him. And oh, he was well, nice. He's the only tiefling on the island. He uh, he works with the uh, the the butcher Marcello. Yeah. Who was? Huh. That, what is what a coincidence. It's, it, that's what I, I'm happy to go or stay with him. I I will just have to uh go go grab uh, my my sh my my zephyr. Um, I haven't flown in quite some time, at least since my eyes stopped, uh, stopped doing their thing. Uh, maybe I can find someone. Do you know anyone who could fly me there? Hmm. Do we? Imani kind of looks at the group for a second, looks at all of you and like, kind of in her head just like, as the leader of the water runner is like evaluating some stuff, she turns to Ulfer and she's like, Ulfer, could you could you take Karana to, to Lacrima and bring bring her back uh, or come back safely when when you know what? Actually, actually, Ulfer, meet me meet me at the oasis in 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 some time. Once you've dropped her there, go go to the oasis. I think it will be safer for yourself, um, and and I'll make sure Anthea. Uh, gets out of the city as well and, and, and makes her way um, with the boys to, to the oasis as well. Um, okay, Ka and, Karana, and, that... Oh, yeah, sorry, yes, Ka yes, Blanca. Ka no, no, Karana, do, do pass on our regards when you get to the island to, to Thaddeus. Uh, por favor, please uh, pass on our regards to him when, when you go and uh, drink at his... Uh, oh! Oh, Thatch is a good friend of mine. You know, back when I was a lot younger and he was, uh, you know, just becoming a man, we did see each other for a small period of time. Oh, he, he yes, uh, I'm sure he'll be very pleased to, to see you. Uh, in, enjoy your journey and uh, more than anything, be safe. Con 
Of course, and she she turns and Ulfur like goes and like grips her arm and like puts it round his and kind of like leads her out and goes, okay, Karana, where where, where is your house? Where, where do I need to take you so we can get some of your things before we make our way uh, uh, to uh, the the port? Um, and kind of leads her out of the shop. Toad's gonna fly over and give her a hug before she goes. So Toad's gonna give her a quick hug before she goes. He's gonna fly oh. over and just kind of. Oh, is that you, Toad? Who scales would they be? Oh, so, so, uh, medium wet, medium dry, and so, I, oh, and, uh, Toad, I'm going to miss you very much, and make sure that, um, she leans in, you take care of the big guy, you know how he gets with his anger, just make sure that, uh, he keeps it, uh, you know, in his pants, as it were. Oh, oh, they, they happen to you, you've... I think you'd be um, really. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk when we meet again. Um, and that, and that before you, I'm gonna I'm gonna play her favorite song. It's like a little like lullaby that she loved to, to replay. I was gonna play that um, as she kind of takes off. And, She's like, um, oh, it sounds like the city. People saying the city's busy, but you hear that music? It's beautiful. As she kind of shuffles off with with Ulfur. Um, and you guys are left standing with Imani uh, and R&R holding a tray of tea. Oh. Do either of you need help carrying any of that? I'll have a cup. That is there. Is there any? Uh, is there any non-sugar one? I, I'm trying to lose some weight. <laughs> uh, you you taste it and uh, it's like jasmine tea. Uh, it's just like herbal tea. That one, this one's mine. I like this one. Okay. Uh, Imani looks looks to you and goes, "What what did the what what did Constantine say to you that uh that 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 what 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 what, what did he say exactly?" I, I I have recollection of some of it. Evis, do you remember? What what do you remember of it? The the fight? No, the the information. I think he said something about. Um. Okay, how do I say this so I don't sound? It's just been we've just been going through so much that it's hard to keep track of what's up, what's down. Yeah. No, the 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 bit about where the the dawn got captured, and then right the dawn and and his his mafia group. They, they knew of someone that came to them earlier, and that person said that the second 40 stone still existed. But I know it doesn't exist because we, we all had that dream. And that dream was, and I also had a second dream with, with Zach Gladius, and he confirmed that as far as I believe, that second 40 stone is, is no more. And, and so anyway, the, they said that this person knows of the second 40 stone and that we could find him somewhere called, uh, 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 and he pulls out a little notebook. It's a, it's a notebook that he would think that uh, r would pull out as well. And he's, he's kind of turning pages in the notebook. And the, uh, there, there it is, it's the, it's the, the Nadayan, Nadayan Thieves Guild. And, and they are in the red light district somewhere, something around, around a, a, a yard or a fence or something like that. I don't know, but anyway, that's- fence. 
Oh, shit. Wait, Monty, the thieves skilled have access to this? That doesn't sound right. That sounds extremely that, sketchy. That sounds lack bad. Of word. That sounds bad. Um, I mean, guys, uh, we could maybe try and get over there in the cover of everything that's going on and try and get over there tonight, or we could lie low and maybe try and do it tomorrow. What, what are your guys' thoughts? We, I mean, if we're if we're gonna try and find this guy, sh that seems like a, a good place to look. This this is the only lead that we have, as far as I am currently prescient. But what do you think? On one hand, on one hand, I think you're correct, Geo. I we all experienced the same dream with the destruction of the yeah. second forty stone. But on the other hand. Why would the Thieves' Guild imprison someone who didn't have information about the second 40 stone? It, it doesn't add up. It's a good uh, point. Possibly the, the dream is maybe a nightmare. It is not so real. It is something to put into our heads to, to make us believe this. But uh, not all, all dreams or nightmares are true. We have to remember this. And But we all said we had it at the same time, Blanca. I I agree, but that doesn't mean that someone is maybe trying to manipulate our oh, our see. minds, uh, you know, mm. and uh, maybe uh, R and R, maybe you know, when when there is a piece of information that you feel is something we should uh, lean towards, uh, I don't know, R and R, you are you are you aren't uh, told you are the the masters in this, yeah. in, in this field. What, can we please? I'm, yeah, I'm still on the I'm on the court. You too. are Geo, but and they I have think, experience. I think I while they want I to put you on the court too. Yes, I know, but uh, I am inexperienced, and I always I like to pass to those with greater experience, and and yeah. I offer it to to Toad and R and R to to help us in this matter. It's a good point. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm proficient in you know stealing things and 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 getting water to people and lying in the shadows. I don't do much interrogating and things like that. Toad and Arnar, how would you usually go about finding someone? Well, typically we track them down. Toad does the talking, and if necessary, I provide physical encouragement. <laughs> ah, well, that... that uh, let me just say this, as someone who has at times dealt with the Nadian, I know that there it's said that the, the, the person who runs the the fence can be very dangerous. So let's let's be cautious if we, you know, end up dealing with with anything like that. Um so do do would you guys say based on, you know, detective stuff, you know, do you usually go out now like should we go now should we wait like should we wait for things to quieten down tonight what do you think Wh who's the person that's, that's, that, 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 that we have to be careful about defense would, person would toad and i know uh uh yeah go for it roll roll history check see if you guys know uh anything about the nadian fence the nadian oh, guild if you insist 
<laughs> oh, new dice I mentioned. Nat 20 to 26. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, R&R would... Uh, you, you guys have actually dealt with the Nardian once because there was once a very valuable jewel that was stolen from a museum in Uptown. Um, and you guys actually went on this long, like, drawn-out thing that you had to actually you know go to the fence you had to then do something for them that required you going into the sewers and dealing with those you know gelatinous cubes of skeletons in them you guys like managed to deal with that and retrieve an item that then meant that they were able to sort you out with this gem uh for for a fair price you guys probably have actually spoken to the leader of the the gill uh the fence once before Fun. you know you guys would know that it that her name is Usha, and that Usha is not one to be trifled with at all. I'm just going to pop her art up on screen so you guys can see what Usha looks like. Oh, very uh, um, spirited away kind Thank of vibe. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so Usha is this tiny little goblin lady um, that drives a very hard bargain. She kind of works within the depths of this fence. She has her special back room and uh, she drives a very hard bargain. She doesn't let you walk away without giving her something that means something to you. You know, she, she is very, very persuasive. And something that you both know from being in the building is that she has very strong psychic powers. Some would even say telepathically so. And what was what was that would this, be it? What was this person's name? Do we know them? Unfortunately, um, Toad and I had a run-in with the Nadian fans. Her name is Usha. She is a goblin with. I don't really know how to describe her abilities, Toad. You might, you are a bit more focused in the arcane, but she's not to be trifled with lightly. Okay. Have you got any kind of idea, Toad, on what what her abilities are like? I've I've dealt with them a little bit, but uh, but I've 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 not really met met Usha, as you call her herself. Uh. Not much, I mean, more just um, mental assaults, like psychic, I guess you could say. Okay. Front, so I, uh, I, I kind I of- I don't keep anything hit from her. I, 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 I kind of make my way over to Toad, because I'm sensing that Toad, is, Toad has some, it's hanging on, I don't know what, you know, like there's some stuff that Toad is thinking about. I don't say anything, but I just I just make my way over just in case we get an opportunity for me to say something. Okay, well, if we maybe go speak to Usha, maybe she knows what happened to Porthos, or maybe they still have him on the location. Um, there's 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 a chance, you know, we, we could possibly strike some sort of deal or, or, or something like that. Um, what what are you guys thoughts? Do we want to try and lie low here? Should we should we get out of here? Um, I I you suddenly hear from outside. You hear like a ah, like a scream and like a 
of like a window as someone uh, who is basically like comes around the corner with a uh, a, a like black fist like almost drawn on their face in like rough face paint and comes around the corner uh, with like a flaming like cocktail molotov molotov cocktail and it's like <laughs> and then like runs around the corner and like you hear a smash as well and it's just chaos as far as you guys can tell Whoa. holy did you see that jesus uh, lord that's that what was that it's it's it, 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 there's I think the streets are, it's, it's crazy out there. I'm not sure what we, what we triggered, but it's, it seems like it's getting worse. It's like a riot out there. It's yeah, yeah. crazy. Um, maybe for us all be, to be together, going somewhere is, we draw a bit of attention to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering. Is there a, yeah. What, go ahead. Go ahead, Evis. Is there a way that we can just like lie low for today and make yeah. sure that we stay safe? I mean, I mean, all power to the people in the streets who are, you know, realizing maybe they should revolt a little bit. But uh, we deserve to feel safe too. Uh, okay, why don't you guys lie low here? Give me the the, the bags of. The, the bags of water. I will go give those to my contacts throughout the city. They can then disperse the water amongst the civilians, maybe when this is all cooled down or something like that. I, I think this will be good. Maybe, uh, uh, Toad, do you have somewhere we can put uh, Barnaby and while he is recovering? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you can throw him down and, um, or Arnor, if, Arnor, if you, I don't know if you mind or not, you can sleep in, in our room, I guess. That's it's fine. And I it smells like I, fish, I get, but or it doesn't smell like um no that this house it doesn't smell like fish. It smells fine here. Yeah, that's yeah. the other house, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I pick up Barnaby and I go, uh, Toad, could you show me the way where I can drop him and make him comfortable? Barnaby like yeah. wraps his arms around Blanco, still asleep, and starts stroking. He's like, <laughs> um, as this happens, and Imani takes the bags of holding, turns to leave, and like runs out and disappears in amongst the chaos of the streets. You guys can see every now and then like a flash of light, kind of re uh, reflecting off of the building opposite you guys. We're gonna fast forward quickly to the day after the heist. And we're gonna cut to an alleyway that you guys, uh, that, that I described uh, last session. In the alleyway are various bits of uh, like trash cans tipped over, debris kind of thrown in the street. And um, kind of just slumped up against the wall is the lifeless body of Uma, just kind of there in a dry pool of blood as a couple of guards come around the corner and one of them stops and is like, hey, isn't that, isn't that the Carlisle girl? One of the other guards is like, oh shit, it is. They come close and they're, they, uh, they're like, yo, get Jerry, get Jerry, tell him, tell him to come here. You see one of the guards comes over and he's in slightly different regalia. His, his 
armor is more like blues and things like that. Uh, he still has the kabuki mask, but no hat. He's almost got like a, a nurse's little paper hat on, on the top of his head. As he comes around the corner and he's like, oh, poor God, geez, that's, that's not a pleasant sight. Uh, and he goes over to the body and like begins inspecting it. He's like, oh, dead for at least, at least eight hours, at least. Um, I don't know. He's like looking over the body, checks Uma's hands and is like, huh. Begins casting like a spell and muttering as glyphs begin appearing in the air around Uma's hand. As they then disappear, he's like, you know the, the fire that started in deep downtown, the, the, the big bonfire that started? She has the same residue on her fingers as the bonfire. The two guards kind of look at each other weirdly and they're like, do you think she was part of the the riots? And they kind of look at her like outfit and stuff, and they're like, "Would make sense." Come on then, uh, let's let's take her back to uh, the the downtown reservoir. Maybe we can we can bring her back to life. You can uh, the the kind of dude is like, I I know a ritual um, that that might uh might help us out, and I'm sure her father will uh, want to hear of this, and. Uh, they pick her lifeless body up and carry her um, out of the street. At the same time, the camera uh, pans away, uh, lifts away from the street and soars across the city as it does smoke coming from some buildings still that are still burning and things like that across the city. It kind of pans down over the, um, the uptown reservoir. You can see that water has flooded the streets and blocks like nearby in uptown. There's about an inch and a half of water that's kind of still there and causing things to turn into like mud and slop um, as people are just like trying to get there. You can see even still at this time, there's a crowd of people still trying to get to the uptown reservoir that are being held back by guards. As the camera then continues to soar across the city, it ends up in the Imperial District at the Imperial Reservoir. It flies through one of the windows and then down a stairwell into a very similar basement prison that you guys in, uh, went into and, and broke into in the Uptown Reservoir. As it slowly comes around the corner, you can see two gentlemen stood next to each other, looking over um, what is a large, like uh, almost coffin-sized um, coffin-sized like crate basically that's filled with water. As one of them kind of leans back, you can see him sending lightning from his bony hand into the the like uh, the water basically. As sloshing begins happening, the water and water begins kind of flying out as bubbles and kind of muffled screams from within the water are, uh, can be heard. The camera flies around his shoulder and you see the dawn in the water, being shocked by the water as it then stops and one of the gentlemen reaches in and pulls him up. This gentleman, by the way, I'll just show you, looks like this. So this gentleman, oh, uh, gray skin, solid white eyes, dressed in like a captain's uniform, uh, blonde hair, um, blue to the tip, just like grabbing him, holding him, and pulls him out of the water by his fur, is just like gripping onto the Don's fur and pulls him out of the water. As the gentleman with the bone hand retracts his bone hand into his blue sleeve and says, hold him there, Lucian. 
All right now. Surely you have something to say. See the dawn <coughs> coughs up water onto the ground as he looks back and he goes, Malcolm, I have nothing to say to you. Malcolm shrugs his shoulders, goes, Lucian, put him back in. He drops him back in the water as his hand comes back out. Shoots a lightning again as the dog in the water begins getting shocked again. At this moment, we are going to cut to the morning after, so just a couple hours before all of this going down. And you guys all awake inside um, sheer horniness. Some of you have taken some of the salon chairs, a couple of you Blanco's kind of curled up on the floor somewhere, um, and all of you have kind of just rested in the salon in various different places. And as no sun rises as it never does here in downtown, you all awake to a dark sky outside. And uh, yeah, over to you guys. Do I see any birds outside? I mean, and did I plan with Percy where we went up again if we were going to? I forget because I know I promised them more things, but I don't know if we said like a rendezvous point. You did not set up a rendezvous point with Percy and the pigeons. You, you're not 100% sure whether they survived the encounter with the guards either. Um, cool. Yeah. So uh, you guys kind of wake up and slowly begin rising. I, uh, I didn't find an opportunity to, to, to have a word with Toad, but I, I kind of purposely um, wake up and shuffle over and just kind of sit down next to Toad and I say, hey, how, how are you doing? I mean, honestly, at this point, it doesn't necessarily matter, but I'm here, I guess. How are, how are you doing? No, I'm, what do you mean it doesn't matter? I mean, essentially that, I mean, we're, we're in it now, so there's no, there's no going back. So, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm good. I appreciate you, but I'm good. Toad. Are you doing okay though? Toad, no, not me. Toad. Come, Toad, and I, reach down and I um and I think I'm gonna lift him up to my um, eyesight but then I realize that that might be a bit too intrusive so I actually get down lower so that I get down to and I'm now looking very much like a turtle because I'm down to uh, uh, my you know kind of um, hind quarters and front quarters I'm down to him. I'm like toad we need you we need we need all of you 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 we, we you I had, and I pull out the diamond that Toad had given me. You have been fundamental in all of this, Toad. I couldn't have done any of the little bit that I've done without you. We need every bit of you to, we're, we're just starting this. You heard Arnor yesterday. He said we gotta leave the past behind us and, and focus on the future. Yeah, I know, Gio, and that's, yes, and that's it. I'm, that's what I'm doing, so I'm gonna be as okay as I can be. Because this is it now. This is this is this is life now. 
what we're going to be doing. So yes, I understand that. I know I've been helpful and <laughs> yeah, I get it. This is, this is a plan. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to do whatever I can to the end. So you don't have to worry about that. It's fine. Hey, hey, hey Toad. And I might be, I might be, I might be exploring too much, but you know how I've talked to you about, you know, things that are important to me, things that are deeper for me, like how my brother treated me and how my father thinks of me and just, just stuff that's really, really deep inside there. If you ever want to share anything with me, just, just know that I, I, I would hold whatever you wanted to share, if you ever did, close to my heart. And I, you, you have that. You have my ear always. I know. I know, Jacob, and I, and I, like I said, I do appreciate that. Um, and I think you've already, I don't know, I think you already heard it when I, in music. That's going to sound corny, but that's, where my heart is so you've already heard there's nothing I can't hide in the song so yeah I look forward I to us just I, I, that day is going to come where we will absolutely <laughs> you being in the front of us as the green jalapenos and us being in front of a crowd and them do you remember that on the street tote that was the best thing that was one of the highlights of my life I I I've never had that in my life where someone's cheering for me and you were right in front of us all and you were leading us all. And I just love that. I can't wait for us to do that again. The good dream. So. Gio wait, realizes we'll he's just, he's just not the one to, to, to really um, help Toad right now. And he sees that Toad, Toad is holding a very heavy burden and uh, he doesn't have the key to unlock that burden right now. He uh, says, he just kind of uh, lowers his head and says, okay, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to start getting ready, Toad. Yeah, me too. Oh, oh, here, you might need the diamonds probably finished, so you're not sure. I'm, I'm going to give you the other diamond. Nice. Because who knows we're going to need it, so it's going to take out the other diamond. Are you sure, Toad? I know how... I was going to give you that one back, but if you're sure, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, that diamond's now... I imagine when you use it like that, it turns back into, like, um, just, like, dirt or whatever. Just, like, you know, turns back into, like, a rock after you, like, you use a Groovify. So, like, it's... It's fine, I mean... Yeah. It's just Thanks, a diamond. Tom. You guys all kind of hear them. Go for it, Sam. I just wanted to talk to Blanco real quick. Yeah, go for it. I think R&R um, just as, as things are being prepared and whatnot kind of puts a hand on Blanco's shoulder and says you did good yesterday. I appreciated your backup. Uh, you know, there are times when the word good does not feel so good. I have had a night to to think on what I did, we we rescued Barnaby, but at what cost? Um, you know, people talk about an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, but um, I I wanted to protect you. I wanted to to 
to say Barnaby, but you know, inside I, you know, when I'm in the moment, I, I just wanted to help. And, you know, I then, you know, I sit on these things, I dwell at night. And, and for me, there is always this conflict. Um, it takes me back and, you know, I, I have great conflict when killing is involved and I have this, this inner burning from from my past where there is so much anger and and in those moments it comes out yet when I then step back for a moment and I have the night to dwell I think the word good does not resonate with me this morning but I appreciate that R&R for me it uh, I hope that I can look back on it and know that I protected you and I we rescued Barnaby but Mm, the cost for me and my heart has been great so please forgive me if this morning I am quiet and I, I take a step aside for a moment because for me I need time to reconcile what happened yesterday but thank you what would you do if you could guarantee your vengeance your justice, what cost would you be willing to pay? At this moment, R&R, I have been thinking and, and killing yesterday, killing is now not the retribution that I seek. It's, it has always been what I want. Now my retribution shall be Putting the good name of Consul there, and I am hoping that I have spoken with Toad and I wish to make a song. And this song will be putting Consul and my family, and that will be in the head of the person who killed my master. Because by killing another person in my master's honor is not the way to go. But having my master's name on everybody's lips, having their, their name in their heads, the song, this beautiful way of, of mem remembering him, maybe possibly not just solamente here, but maybe in future generations, this song will live on as a song to remind people that retribution isn't killing, but it is about having a person's name go forward through time. That is a beautiful sentiment, but with the situation we are currently in, Optimism is not a luxury we can afford. Ah. These people who stand in the way of our justice need to be put down in one way or another. And if songs are sung about us in the future that expunge our deeds, so be it. But we must take upon the burden of exterminating those who would dare stand in the way of our justice. I, I feel that extermination leads to hatred 
you look over the, the, the wars that have happened, the great split. I feel this was caused by hatred, the hatred of others by not giving water to them. These are things that hatred is a bad thing. And I feel that we can possibly do this without killing many, without ki if we can get through this where we are clever as a team, I feel we are a very strong team. I feel there is ways of having justice without killing. But can I just I chime am... in? Go yeah, go on. Oh, I was going to say, can I just chime in and I'm uh, just, just above table, I just want to ask. So is Blanco's mindset now changed from, you know, hunting this person down to now their mindset has changed? Is that where you're at? Yeah, Blanco's like, he feels so sick about having sort of killed these people. Like, and he's been sort of like going through this journey. If you remember, he's sort of like had this thing where he's done something and not felt great. And this killing of all these people is just like, he's realizing that an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth is not how life should be led. Like his master wouldn't be proud of that. His master would be more proud of honor that he, you know, brings like an honor of like um, the, his people to, to, to be heard. That's, he feels that that, and he feels that by doing that, he might even be accepted back by the family with, with open arms to go back to Rosada and the kids and, and Cool. If, if that's the case, then you can remove your channel grief feet. Yeah. You can also give yourself a minus three to any attack wall um, that you do <laughs> going forward. Um, and, um, dude, hatred is a good business. <laughs> can I say that? that, that uh, well, was a I, I was about to chime in. That was, I, a, that I, was a... I'm not done. Okay. Yeah. I ain't done. Yeah, cool. Okay. cool. Uh, I'm here, Nobel. So we will, we'll, we'll, uh, we can amend that after the episode yeah. or, or where, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that that's implemented going forward as well. I haven't said that there, I don't have grief because grief takes many forms, but yeah, I, I'm it's happy to remove it. Ch channeling it and using it for, for combat though combat, is no yeah. longer something that yeah. you, that you're going to want to do. Thank cool. You. No, of course. Cool. 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 Continue. Sorry, Sam. No worries. Uh, Arunar sort of snorts almost dismissively and says, You're wrong. Hate is a tool. In this fractured world, the most effective fuel is spite. And if you want to be ineffective and continue to live in your fantasy, that is your prerogative. But I will do anything that is necessary for this cause. And if I must take that upon my back myself, so be it. And then he's going to leave. Amazing. You walk over to the windows of sheer horniness and you kind of take a peer r, &R um, outside to just kind of have a little look-see. With your passive perception, you're looking around and you're trying to see like, how quiet are the streets right now? Like, is it safe for us to make a move and possibly go to this, this fence in the red light district? 
and uh, and see what's going on. Uh, as far as you're aware, the streets are pretty quiet, though, you know, um, you can see that, like, just looking out the window, the building across from you that was a shop that was, like, very prosperous, um, yesterday has been looted and completely destroyed in the night. Um, you can see that though this rebellion was, you know, one that allowed you guys to do this awesome thing and, and, and save this person and, and get water for the people, you can see that it became an opportunity for other things to happen that might not be so much towards, uh, even against the, the Imperials, as it often does with riots and things like that. And messages get lost in the, in, in the chaos and the violence of, of the escalation. And um, yeah, uh, as you peer out though, you reckon it's probably a good time for you guys to make a, make a move to the to defense. Yeah, I mean, R&R is not a man of empathy. The job is done. The consequences are meaningless. It's time to move. Amazing. So he, he's going to gather people if they're ready to go. This team is in tatters right now. We've got all kinds <laughs> of shit. Yeah. We got, we right, got there's right. consequences to our fucking deeds, aren't there? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Sam definitely hear? believes that. R&R yeah. is yeah. very no, no, no. I mean, just my world Did, did you hear those conversations going? Did we hear that going on? Like, it's yes. a pretty small yes. place. 100%. Okay. Evis, cool. Evis and Toad and Geo definitely just witnessed Blanco and R&R have this, and then R&R walk away and kind of peer out the, uh, out the door and check some things out, turn back around and probably be like, you know, it like, we're good kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Evis definitely is like doing like the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to definitely fly over to Blanco um, real quick before we leave. And um, whenever you want to work on that song, by the way, I have some ideas. I know you want to do like a howling solo and I have a couple ideas on how to lead you into it. So I don't know if we're ever going to get a moment, but. You got my harmonica though, so whenever you want to do that, I, I, I'm with you on that. Thank you. I'm I'm very conflicted today, and um, please uh, give me a moment if I am a little quieter. Oh, I, I feel that too. So no, no, you're good. I just um. Yeah. Yeah. Evis, can I? I was just going to say, can I shuffle over to? Can I shuffle over to Evis? Quick, quickly before Geo does, Evis, as you're there, just like, well, shit, and uh, and and sipping sipping away at the uh, the cold jasmine tea that you hadn't quite finished from the night before. Um, really sipping the tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, you hear again. You need to bring these people back. And then, I want you to bring that stone to me. I want you to bring it to the one that you love more than all the material things around you. Bring me that stone. Amber is having flashbacks to the witch in Into the Woods, where she's like, just constantly reminding that, hey, midnight's coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and... I do, I do go over to Evis and uh, just noticing what went down with R and R and Blanco yeah. and Toad and Blanco and me and Toad and 
um, I just say, hey, Evis, it feels like they have, they're like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. What's this doing to us? They're like sipping the tea with one hand and then like rubbing their temple with another, you know. And you could probably surmise that like they're it's probably like a stress headache settling in. Mm. <laughs> you know, like a you know, there's so much going on, you know, not enough time to rest in between moments of these whatever, but yeah, they're just like grab my prop. Um, I just like I, I, I don't know what to make of this. Honestly, I, 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 I'm not sure really which way to pull or which way to go. But if we need to stick together, period, uh, regardless. Um, Geo again just feels like there's just uh, this is this is a, a a team in turmoil and and when Arnor says it's time to go geo um geo steps forward and says we we can't go like this we 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 we're not a team right now we we can't make it if we're not a team we can you feel what I'm feeling? This feels different. You need different. to go to group therapy. I, I don't know what that means, but I, what, what? I, I'm worried. I, I'm worried. Again, Evis, you hear in the back of your head. <sighs> this turtle might actually serve a purpose. Hopefully, his whimpering brings this group of useless people back together. Because God knows without them, you are too weak to accomplish this task on your own. In the, in the like, Shadow Realm version of Evis, they just throw up both middle fingers, like, in your, All head, right. in your head like, like <laughs> yeah. on one of these beautiful i love it i love it like like why if yeah and they in this shadow realm version they're just like why even approach me to do this task if you think i'm too confident enough to perform it um at this moment blanco steps forward and he goes perdona me geo at no point have i ever said that I am not part of this team. I am here to be with you all. It is just the way I handle myself in the future will change, but I am here for you. I am here for you, Arna, for you, Toad, for you, Avis. I am here, but I feel a weight has lifted from my shoulders from my actions I have taken. And I point out to you, R&R, when you came close to the person who had taken your words, had stolen your words, was it beating them that gave you great pleasure and power? 
You took away his power, not by beating him. And therefore, at times, we will stick together. I am here for all of you. We are a team. Juntos, together. But how I conduct myself is beginning to change. And Blanco steps back and sits down and realizes that he has brought like a huge change on him, like with himself, but hopes the group doesn't think that he isn't there for them, but just knows that he is now changed. That, that feeling of hate towards one person is not so great. It, it's about being a team now. You guys all stand looking at each other as Evis goes to say something. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Blanco, 100%. We've only been together weeks at this point. I mean, we still have so much to learn about each other, to understand each other's, you know, the way, the unique ways in which we work independently and together. There's no way in just a matter of weeks that we can be intimately entwined with virtual strangers without there being bumps in, along the way. Yeah. Is there some kind of like ibuprofen or something? I just had this killer <laughs> headache settling in. Just. I'm going to cast um, Heavenly Visions. I'm just going to play like a little, just like a a tune, one that they probably like, and just um, do that to kind of not have the visions of uh, Celestial Rain. So I can do nice. 2d4 help. And so, yeah. So, can I rain kind of goes over, over Evis, like a little golden like cloud appears and kind of just rains down, and you just feel a little comfort. Can the rain be purple? Yes, yes it can. <laughs> it, it definitely can. Hell yeah. yeah very princely. Evis, yeah. as you look to Toad, your eyes cross one of the mirrors of one of the salon chairs across the way from you. And you see yourself for a second in this rain emanating a like dark haze from yourself that seems to be causing the rain to kind of like, not like in the mirror, look like it's not hitting you. Though you can feel it hitting you and the effects take full, it works perfectly fine. This dark haze that you see in the mirror is almost blocking this golden, uh, this purple rain from you as you're just sweep past the mirror and see that. Amazing. So as you guys- Block that, of, but don't know how to interpret it. <laughs> beautiful. As you guys go to continue, uh, you know, kind of moving forward and you make your way um, out into the street, we're going to fast forward again a couple of hours on this day after the heist um, back into this uh, imperial um, reservoir into the basement again. And you see the gentleman that I've got on screen, Malcolm, uh, stood there uh, as Lucian um, just kind of lowers the body of the Dawn uh, onto a uh, like table um, as like almost like burn smoke kind of comes off his body. Um, Lucian turns to Malcolm and says, well, he's not gonna say anything and until he's conscious again, there's not much point of us doing anything. 
Malcolm looks over his shoulder. Well, forget torture. It seems that he is a sealed box. Let's at least make an example of him in front of the people. Send this vermin back to the nine hells from which he came. At this moment, there's a knock on the door. As the metal door to the room opens and uh, a guard walks in and goes, oh, hello, uh, warden and, uh, and Sir Malcolm, he bows. Um, news, uh, we, we found your daughter in, uh, in downtown. Um, we are reviving her at the moment and, uh, and bringing her back round. But I have some bad news, sir. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it would seem that after some tests have been conducted, the residue on her hands look like she may have been the instigator of the main fire in deep downtown. You see Malcolm kind of shift his hands and you hear the sound of bone fingers grinding against each other within his sleeves. As he grimaces, that girl has crossed the line for the last time. When she is back and with us, we shall make an example of her as well as the dawn in front of the people. Rewind an hour or two to you guys making your way through the streets. Can everyone please give me a stealth check? Group stealth check. Okay. Gladly. Oh, maybe not. Oh, shit. That's bad. Dang, that's bad. Nat 20 plus 3, 23. Dang, Everson Blanco, okay, but oof. Yeah, I, I truly pulled a Michael Jordan here with a number 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. Overall, the group beats the, uh, beats the odds. Is it for, your, for, your group, uh, for your group score, you beat the odds. And uh, you managed to make your way through downtown across the, uh, across the island. You can see um, over to about here, hopefully that will ping my little red ping right there, to, which is the red light district. This canopied area that is always illuminated by red lanterns. This part of the city is known for debauchery, gambling, sex, drugs, and a little bit of rock and roll, I imagine, as well. Um, and as you guys are making your way across the city, what you are seeing is families trying to repair their homes that have been destroyed in these riots. You see dead bodies in the streets as you walk past. You can see mud and bins and trash everywhere. You also every now and then see large clusters of guards making their way through the city, battering folks that are in the way of them as they begin forming a foothold in downtown. As you guys make your way across the city, you come round a turn that R&R and Toad remember as being the area where the fence was. Um, can R&R please make me an investigation check? Um, and can Toad also make an investigation check? Oh, investigation check, you said. Oh, investigation bad. check is what the Oh, that was for. almost an 18, apparently. Uh, 12. That's really not great. 12? Mine's even worse. 
investigation that's gonna no. be next. Come on, you're our investigators. Uh, <laughs> distracted by the amount of just chaos and despair kind of around you, Arnor and Toad, you can't quite remember the exact building that it is. But as this is being said, um, a like tabaxi a uh, working person kind of rounds the corner in like a small leather mini skirt and small like leather bralette kind of thing, boob tube kind of situation. Um, and um, comes comes around the corner kind of walking and sauntering. Uh, as she does, what you do notice with a 12 um, and your passive 18 R&R is tattooed on her forearm right here is this symbol. That's tight. You know exactly that that is the symbol of the Nadian Thieves Guild. You know that that is the classic knife and key um, that all the members of their guild have tattooed upon them. As she walks around the corner and sees you guys, she kind of like blows a kiss and goes to walk past you guys. Do I? Oh, I forget if we established this. Do I know Thieves Can't? I totally... I do. Yes. You do. I right. I will, yes. I will leave that to you then. Toad, you notice it as she blows a kiss and goes to walk past. I would probably, I assume, blowing a kiss back? I mean, so... <laughs> please can't, so... How does this language go again? <laughs> So, so are you trying to communicate with this person in like in sort of thieves like conversation? Yeah, because I don't want to be like on the old mean. Yeah, because I feel like that'd be a bad way to. Yeah, so if I'm going to uh, thieves camp, you slide over uh, to this lady who blew a kiss at you, and you kind of blow a kiss back. She stops, turns, and looks at you and goes, "Hello there. Uh, can I possibly be of service today?" Uh, Toad, you kind of slide up and uh, you say uh, the phrase that you uh, you were taught to say by a, by a snitch within the guild that you used to gain entry to the fence originally. Um, and you know that a, a code phrase is, nobody's here, nobody's around. So of course, somebody knows. Nobody's there, nobody's around, so of course. Nobody knows. She looks at you for a second, goes, Ah, what can I uh, do for a fellow guild member? Well, so what, <laughs> above table, so we're just trying to find this person, right? So that's the... That's yeah. the main thing we're doing. I mean, okay. Yeah, you're, you're, at this point, I believe you're trying to find the fence building or, or an entrance so you can speak to Usha. We need to uh, need to move with Usha. Oh, well, you must be new to the city, then. How about this? For a gold piece, I'd be more than happy to tell you where you could find her. A gold piece or maybe a kiss. I mean, haven't you heard a kiss from a toad can turn you into a queen? 
Can you please roll persuasion with advantage? <laughs> that was smart as fuck. That was hilarious. Sorry. I love that. All I heard in my head was, baby, I can bear you to a kiss from a toad. Oh, <laughs> 21. Oh, 21. 21. You see her, like, look toad up and down. Be like, well, you are very curvy. Pick Toad up and give him a big old fucking kiss right on the old uh, on the old Toad mouth, and I, I imagine Toad's getting in there with some of that Toad tongue and just just giving her <laughs> just giving her his high proficiency in seduction, which I imagine Toad as a as the smooth character that he is has with the ladies. Yeah, Arnar's just like he's getting a kiss, but not like the full kiss, like not like the real thing, just like you know. Like no there's emotions. like a real kiss, no, love. No, yeah, no emotions. Just... Yeah, it's it's totally like a like a business transaction. There's no emotions here. <laughs> I, um, I, I nudged Evis and I just point to Toad and I look at Evis and I'm like, but actually there is like that sad kind of like wanting like a kiss like that to be real, like wanting to feel something like deeper. So there's like a sadness to it as well. <laughs> that he's she, filled, so yeah. As she pulls Toad away and places him back on the uh, on the ground. She's like, three doors down between the windows, you'll see it. Just knock. Thank you. No, thank you. That was on my bucket list and a first. You see her turn as her tabaxi tail <laughs> turns tabaxi tail wraps around toad's little head and it kind of like saunters off and like pulls off of toad as she walks away Wait, was that toad's girlfriend Evis? no arnar <laughs> <laughs> gonna look at toad and be like did you really have to jump to the kissing thing Immediately, this time. It just... It felt right in the moment, and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, You're right, that was definitely a little, uh... That was definitely uh, a little more rash. Probably need to be done, but... Well, it was cheaper, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> As a... As Toad kind of walks through a little bit of this red light, you can see that there's like some red lipstick on his little Toad face that's a little bit like a smudge. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I just would wipe it off and be like, yeah, just, you kind of just um, question myself, like, what, what was he even doing there? <laughs> yeah. like I, said, I think it, I think it was just like a moment, just like almost like a loneliness, I guess, and just, um, just wanting to feel that connection and, it's not the best way to do it, but you know what? We're going with that, so... <laughs> God, I feel so bad for Toad to work with R&R, who has no interest in dating at all, and <laughs> just probably is the only one who feels like this in the duo. <laughs> oh, man. So, as you guys round the corner and you see three doors, you can see that there's two, like, windows in which you would imagine um, workers of the, the night would dance promiscuously behind uh, and try to allure customers into their um, their their spaces. Um, and you see between two of these windows is a metal door with kind of like a slat across it, basically. Why are we stopping here, Toe? This is the 
this is where we'd meet um, Usha. Okay. And so, and I figure I know what not to do. I figure like yeah. I would kind of, okay. Totally, you know it's the classic. Dun, 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 dun. You know, kind of kind of, get up, uh, the, the classic. And uh, as you knock, the slat opens and goes, all right there, who are you? Uh, the name is Toad and I'm looking for Usha. You suddenly see his eyes kind of like flicker and kind of go a little bit cross-eyed for a second as he goes, oh, well, Shit, the uh, the boss is telling me to let you in, so uh, I think she's expecting you. Come on in, Mike. Come on in. And, uh, he, he slides the latch back open, opens the door, and steps aside. He's like, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, well, uh, looks down at Toad very small, then Evis walks in, then R&R, then Geo, and then Blanco. He's like, aren't you a fucking circus? Jeez, what is this? Have a <laughs> What is going on with you lot then? Well, gee, come on in now, we're out of the cold. And he shuts the door, slides a bolt, and you can see that behind the door is like, shagunk, 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 and like locks it in big and tight as you guys are then stood in this hallway. He's like, fuck, you guys don't smell too good either. Where have you been? It smells like you've been in the sewers or something. Uh, that's probably not important. We, we're, we're, we're just here to see Usha. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, and he, he like leans up against the wall. That way to the end, into the room in the corner. You know, right, right down there. You can see the light. That one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Blanca's not too sure why, but since they've stepped into the building, the hair just there at the nape of his neck is standing, beginning to sort of like prickle and stand on end. He is not sure why, but that is what's happening right now. And Geo clocked the, not not that it will be a pattern, but tried to remember the pattern of how the door was all the different sliding oh, awesome. and turning and all those things uh, happened. Awesome. Series. Yeah. Cool. I would say um, when you when you go to make a history check, if for that, uh, we'll do it with advantage, as, as you've mentioned that now. That's that's okay. awesome. Um, if you need to use it. Um, as you guys kind of make your way forward, uh, you turn into one room and you can see that there's like a bunch of dudes in black leather. There's like a couple of women as well in like this like black leather armor. They're all like kind of just lazing about this room, um, eating like what looks like these like hard uh, shell like, almost like, um, I don't even know how to describe it, uh, like hard, shells of some sort of i don't know bready substance they have like then like ground meat and like chopped veggies with some sauce kind of on the top and uh they're all just kind of eating them and one of them's like man i freaking love when we get thembador night man thembador food is the best i freaking love when we do thembador night another one's like you know since joining the guild i've been eating a lot better i put on like a couple of pounds, you know? And uh, as you guys continue past that room, um, you continue down the hallway and eventually arrive at the last room. As you do, this aroma of incense just hits you like that Naga Champa right in your nostrils, like straight up in there. And it is intense and sharp. As you all 
simultaneously hear a voice in your head. And this voice says, Ah, hello, my dolls. Come on, don't be afraid. Come on, come into my room. And as you round the corner and look into this room, what you see is borderline blinding. As you've come through this dark hallway, you look into this room that looks like a charity shop mixed with like a yard sale of knickknacks all over the place. Beautiful, like golden mirrors. There's necklaces on tables. There's drawers. There's weapons in cases all over the place. It seems like it's just a jumbly mess. With then you've got these beautiful little canopies kind of hanging from the roof and giving it this kind of like billowy tent kind of effect to the room. And you can see that there's different aisles that kind of like almost like a little store that you're in kind of thing. And there's just crap everywhere, like absolutely everywhere. As you all step in, you hear from the end of the room and in your head. <laughs> Don't be afraid, my little chicklies. Come on through. Usha's not gonna bite. Thank you so much for watching this episode of The Sky Realm. We're really stoked you've joined us so far on this journey. Um, guys, if you've enjoyed any of it so far though, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, follow the Twitch. You can also join our amazing growing community of TTRPG enthusiasts on our Discord server. We've got over 800 people in there at the moment. Now, if you guys didn't know, we ran a Kickstarter um, that was called Sky Zephyrs very recently. We're hoping to have um, that supplement available to you guys ASAP on our website. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. Otherwise, guys, excuse me, thank you for taking the time to join us today. We hope you have an absolutely amazing day. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.